Okay. Now you're really feeling Mishinichnas Adar Marbim Basimcha. Finally, the beginning preparations. Um, I guess one of the things we want to be thinking about is if we view the Purim story as being okay, you know, they almost got us, right? Baruch Hashem, we're saved, right? So it's a tremendous time for gratitude, right? But but the, but the simcha, the, the 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 excitement, the awesomeness, like this is like the best thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would have been better if uh, if just Haman never rose to power and the whole thing never happened, right? Okay, so so we'll say no, but we do tshuva. Like, there, there, there's something more going on over here. Okay, so let's take a look. This, this is going to be even better than that. Even better? Even better. And, and the proof is, the proof, you know the proof. Right? I see you call a modernly his battle, who's Right? So even, even Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, right, that which is a pella in itself. Remind me, we should speak about it for Pesach, right? How's the Shaykh? Half of the mitzvahs in the Torah have something to do or another with Zechariah and Tzias Mitzrayim. How can after the final Geula that is going to become Tuffel, Bottle Tuffel, um, but Purim no. Purim is going to stay, right? So Purim is there's something, uh, there's something even greater, something even greater than the moral point that you make. We'll see, okay? All right. So says the. So we'll look at a couple of sukim in the Megillah, right? This is towards the end of the Megillah, and Haman was hung from the scaffold that he had prepared for Mordechai. And the king calmed down from his anger. And that day the king gave um, to Esther the entire estate of Haman, the afflictor of the Jewish people. And Mordechai came to the king. It was revealed to be to the king who Esther was. Okay, and the king took off his signet ring, which he had given to Haman, and he gave it to Mordechai. And and Esther gave the estate of Haman to Mordechai. Okay. So, I think three important questions we need to address. Why do we need to know that these scaffolds were the scaffolds that Haman had built? I mean, you could just say that it's coming, uh, what is it called, poetic justice, right? And he, at the very scary, he got it, it was, that, that, you could say that, but maybe it was going to be a better answer than that. What? It is poetic justice. It is poetic justice. That's true. But but this is going to be much better. Again. Yeah. Okay. 
why is there a stress that on that very same day the Hamel was executed, the estate was given over? Just it was given over the next day, day later. Why is it to be on the very same day? And why mention that the signal Achashverosh gave to Mordechai was the signal ring that he had given to Haman previously, right? So there we lack the poetic justice point, seemingly, right? No. So uh, rather, we're going to look for an answer that's going to work for both of them. Okay. So, so the three questions we're going to address. So in the beginning of. Uh, before kind of diving into the psukim, um, there, there's there's a, a number of the maroyim kind of took a step back and and gave a psicha to the entire story of Miguel Esther. Here's like the one, you know, unifying the bireach the the unifying uh, uh, line from the. the that unifies the entire story of Megillus Esther. So what is that? So Rabbi um, Avabar Kahana opened up his description of the entire Megillus Esther with the following possible. So darshaning the following possible. La'adam hatov lefanav nasun chokma v'das v'simcha to the good man who is before him Hashem gave wisdom and uh, knowledge and joy that's Mordechai Tzadik and to the Cholta to the, 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 the one who misses the one who misses the point the one who who is uh, well, you could generally a sinner but to, to, the, to the mistaken one yeah that's good to the mistaken one he gave a faculty to accumulate and to gather that's Haman continues the positive why to give to the good one the one in front the one who is in front of God to give to him okay so there Mordechai the Esther like it says, Vatesim uh, Esther as Mordechai al-Abes Haman. That Esther placed Mordechai over the estate of Haman. By the way, notice. So we, we just uh, can't 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 help myself. I wasn't going to talk about this, but it's just so cool. Um, how do we get? First, we're talking about Mordechai and Haman. Then all of a sudden, Esther came into the puzzle. Where do we see a remnant to Esther in the Pasuk? So the Pasuk starts off with La'adam Shetov Lefanav That's Mordechai Right? Then we got Haman is the Chote Right? And then La'seis Latov Lefnei Elukim That's Mordechai and Esther David? Question is, where is Mr. coming to this? Yeah. We need to answer the first time. To give. She's a giver here. Good. Chad Noah. Right? Look at that. We got a tool. 
L'seis litov, that's one direct alamet telling you to the good. L'fneelukim. So tov is Mordechai, Bechina of Yisod, and Esther Malka is the Elukim, that's the Malka. Mordechai is the tov, okay, maybe Um Okay, cool. So, so what do we what do we see in this Gemara? We see Okay, I'm going to do it out of order. I'm going to do number two first, and then I'm going to do number one afterwards. Okay, so we see here that if you look at a tzaddik, if you look at somebody who's good, what does he want? He wants chokma, right? Ladam shetov lefanov. This is a lefanov. Doesn't say lefanov. Lefanov, right? Nasan chokma das simcha. So a good person, a tzaddik like Mordechai. What he's going to invest his time, efforts, energy into is what's it? What's it? going to invest his energy into wisdom, understanding, or, or das knowledge, das and simcha, right? Okay. Is that man going to accumulate a huge estate? No, and I was going to accumulate a huge estate. Haman. Haman says the morale is from language of Hamon. Lots and lots. Right? He's got the Indian Lesof Uliknos. Right? He is the insatiable appetite of, 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 of a Hazir. Right? The, the Midrash says. The, the the pig has an insatiable appetite. So uh, says the man, obviously the non-Jewish man, has a bunch of farm animals, right? And to the donkey who's working hard, and to the horse that's working hard, he only gives food in measure. But to the pig, he gives food in an un, unlimited amounts. And so the young horse asks the donkey, "Hey, what does not say? What kind of a fool is this? He's giving." To us, he's giving. We're we're working hard. To us, he's giving in limited measure. And to this, and to this fat pig, he's giving in in, <laughs> in unlimited amounts. What's going? On? I said, don't worry. Wait until their holiday, until the holiday. You know, until uh, Xmas comes along, and you'll see what happens. Right. So, so it comes along the Xmas. Right. So the pig goes on the spit. Right. So uh, so it, it means that uh, a, a Russia. A chazir, he, it's it's like a it's like a recycling bin, right? Anything he's he's constantly not recycling bin. Um, no, what's the thing? Food garbage disposal. Thank you. Yeah, me. Anything, everything, it goes in. It's all gets grabbed and deposited and put away, right? And that, is, I mean, I guess a good analogy is a piggy bank. I'm actually recently debating whether. Other, you know, piggy bank is it? Is it should, a, should a person have a piggy bank for that? Should you refer to it as a piggy bank? Right? By the Hasidim for Chasra Shalom, right? A Hamish in a Tahara in the house, right? But with this Midrash, it could be, a, it could be an Indian to have a piggy bank. Because what happens when the piggy bank is filled up? You break it, right? I mean, you, you can't get the, the point of a piggy bank. Right, someone on it with a sharpie, lens, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What's that? You're not supposed to be. I mean, if you can open up a biggie bank, it kind of defeats, it just kind of becomes a wallet. Right? That's, uh, piggy bank is supposed to be, there's only one, on, only one way in, no way out. You could try shaking it, you know, you could get some of the coins to fall out, but no, a, a pig only takes in, doesn't give out. And that, that's hamon, hamon, right? Accumulating, uh, grabbing, grabbing, always, always gathering more for himself, an insatiable appetite. La sofu the knos, right? Um, whereas, whereas the, uh, whereas the tzaddik, right, to bring in, can you start, yeah? But, but, but it's like bring, not now that you enter, but like you enter something. To bring something in. Yeah, so Mordechai on the opposite end of it, when he's given the estate of Haman, right, so Chazal say that uh, th- that actually he divided it into three parts. Right, one third was given to support the column, uh, right? the o- Torah. One third was given towards the building of the base of Migdash, and one third he kept for himself. So you likely become rich if that's if that's what you're doing with uh, you know. Your money. You, you, you got to reinvest, right? You got to take advantage of the uh, of the capital that you have at your disposal, right? But that's, that's not what Mordechai is doing. Okay, um, so that so that's that's the concept. Now, so you know, to go back now and to take a look at at the three things. That we see over here, um, Haman gathering, preparing, and then only to be handed over to Mordechai, right? So we have the signet ring, the scaffold, and the estate. These three are not uh, coincidental. Um, these three represent three different channels of, uh, I guess, influence, right? Um, scaffold is pretty straightforward, right? That's brute force, right? The, the, uh, a 50 yama, did you ever, did you ever, ever see anybody fall from a 50 yama scaffold? <laughs> that's like, a, that's like a, that's like a, you know, like a big, big uh, scud missiles, right? That's built, you got, you got one of those things, no one's going to mess with you. You carry around, right? A fifty armor scaffold, right? That's like a uh, what? Okay, you can't conceal that thing. That's like a what is it called? That's like a rail gun, right? You know that? Okay. So that that's tremendous power, right? So tremendous power. So in fact, the power is so great that uh, it was a 50 armor, specifically 50 armor tall scaffold. Why 50 armors? Because... I have the basement. I have the basement. Okay, sure. 50, I mean 50 is like the... Like, uh, the that was the, the eighth that the Zeresh gave to Haman was to tap into the power of the Nun Shari Bina, this tremendous power. 
to basically annihilate Mordechai. Right? So it's a tremendous power. Okay, that's one power. That's a scaffold. Now the ring is different. We we tend to kind of think about the the, the city ring as power, right? But but the city ring. I mean, if you took the city ring and you threw it really hard at somebody's nose, would you would you like even cause a nosebleed? <laughs> Probably not, right? So the, so it's not it's not power per se. What it is really is leadership. I mean, what the city ring. It doesn't have much physicality. A 50 ama tall scaffold, that's uh, how, how many have to search all over the empire for such a uh, beam of wood, right? That, uh, where you get such a thing, right? But uh, the, the ring, it does, it's not that it has a lot of power to it, right? But it's the concept, it's, it's the shape on it, right? If I had the same ring, but the shape on it was a little bit different, Right, it would be meaningless. So it's it's the concept, it's a surah, right? This mutba in the homer, right? This in that get pressed into the wax, and it's that shape that tells people what to do, and it doesn't compel them per se. I mean, it might have force behind it, right? But but it's really because it's the word of the king is why, right? So this represents leadership. Rulership, rulership maybe is better than leadership. Okay, um, and then finally is uh, is the estate is money, the ability to the ability to positively impact the world, to actually do something in the world, right? So that's uh, you know the, the, those would be the three. I mean, if you look around, the three you know different levels of power that you have, uh, you know people people can be powerful because of you know might right uh, people can be powerful because of uh, a vision that they have you have a person who doesn't have any strength doesn't have any money right but he has a vision and people catch on to it and this 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 uh, can change the whole world right that's a signal ring yeah you have somebody who's very powerful uh, or, or you can someone who's very rich these are three different modalities Avram Yitzhak Yaakov Etc. What the scaffold one? Yeah. Like so, raw brute strength. Yeah, like you know Vladimir Putin. You know, like uh, nobody thinks he's particularly an inspiring person, right? But just he has a uh, hundred and eighty thousand vicious animals at his command, right? So does it represent power over life and death, or power of might? So the truth is, it's a power to overcome something else, right? What what is that power going to be used to overcome? That's exactly. So we see here that there's a shift, right? So again, so Haman opens up all these channels of um, ability, right? Uh, of of leadership. Right, so the Melech, the the the, the king, um, we know, as I'll tell us that even though Hashem is never mentioned in the Megillah, but when it says Melech Hakashverosh, it's referring to to specifically Hakashverosh. When it says Hamelech, it's referring to also hinting to Hashem himself. Right, so so Hashem is um, giving out this, the, you know, these different powers over here, right? Uh, these different abilities. And Haman seems to 
kind of open the door for each one of these three fundamental modes of impacting the world, um, leadership, the ability to overpower an opposing force, and the ability to actually uh, generate, produce, and uh, um, build something positive. Right? That's Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov. Um, Avram is the leader. Yitzhak is the Gvura. He's the one that's going to over, overcome, overpower, overcome, resist the anything that comes to negate. Anyone tries to fill in the wells of Avraham, Yitzhak is going to go and dig those out again. Right? And then, uh, and then Yaakov is the base Yaakov. The, the, that's the... That's the one that actually establishes the door. He's the builder. He's the he's the one that's going to have the twelve sons. He's going to he's going to have everything. Okay. So so the obvious question is. So we see here Haman opening up each one of these channels, and and Chazal are coming to tell you that we see in the Megillah that each one of these Haman had to first gather it, he had to first kind of, um, you know, convince Akashverish, which actually, you know, initially the way that he got the signet ring was he offered Akashverish 10,000 talents of silver, which was so much money that Akashverish kind of lost his marbles for a minute and said, okay, and afterwards, obviously, for a king to accept cash on hand for... Uh, for execution of people, segments of society, that's not good. So he said that you keep the money, but but that was a lot of money, right? So that, it, it, only Hamid could do such a thing, right? Once already, Akashverish had given the the, the tabas to Haman, so that it wasn't such a big step afterwards to give it to Mordechai, right? Haman had to dig up the entire world to find this bean that was fifty amos tall. Midrash says that uh, ultimately the only place he could find it was. Uh, this beam was the last remaining beam from the Teva of Noah, which was 300 amas by 50 amas. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, that's that, that that's a very unique beam that was built into his uh, his his or his son's house, his pa- the palace. He demolished the entire palace that stood around this beam to get this beam to build it. Right. So, so again. If Haman wouldn't have done that, you can't find such power in this world, right? He he literally went and invented nuclear uh, the nuclear bomb, right? He figured out e equals mc squared, all for the purpose of this, right? So, uh, without Haman, you would never do that. Right? Who knows how long it would take humanity to figure out how to use nuclear power if not for the World War Two? They were working on it uh, nonstop because of that, right? So again, so these this power came into the world through Hamas. Say again. So the, the issue was that that it was below Haman's dignity to execute just a, a regular person. He was almost like a deed. So if if he drops a nuclear bomb on somebody, then that's that's like that's fitting of Haman. He's like, like you, you understand who you who you're messing with, right? This is a fifty ama tall type of a thing. That was, that was Zeresh's Eitzah. Because Haman was torn, right? He's he's like being eaten up inside because of this Jew. But, but he's embarrassed to go and 
execute. He could have executed them a drop of a hat, right? But that would be embarrassing for him. It's like it's like it's like it's like Vladimir Putin with what's his name? No, come on. The guy's in jail right now because he makes fun of Putin. Major, he's a minor, he, but but he's somebody who insults Putin, who like openly, he's not afraid of Putin yet. No, um, okay, I'll come to anyway, right? So, so Putin would pay anybody ten billion dollars to get rid of the guy. Like, if you could, and at the drop of a hat, right? But he could kill anybody, but he can't kill this guy. There's no way he could kill him. Because it's below his dignity. Putin killed this guy. This is like that's it. It's like the embarrassment of his life. It's only the king, so to speak. Yeah, so even that. So that that's a good that's a good analogy. That's literally what they say that that, that when when Haman comes to Zeresh and he says, "I'm like I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm totally lost." So. So, the, the, so they give a marshal that you have a uh, a common soldier. What did he do? A soldier he he um, somehow offended the king or the prince or something. So, so he said. So, so we do is first promote him to become general, and then you could kill him. A king can't kill a common soldier because you're killing him. It means he got you upset. You can't. You can't. You can't, you can't uh, say like what well, that guy. You're like you're like a deity. You know, you're you're above getting harmed by by this little ant, right? So 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 Zeri says, okay. So first make him really big and then kill him. That's the that's the concept of fifty amateur. So it kind of be like if a couple of guys were like trashing Biden in a bar and then Biden like comes down and sweeps down. Right, like we're the secret agents and they like... Yeah, they, it's like, it's like, like ridiculous. Like, right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Okay, good. Okay. Um, so, uh, so, uh, Okay, so the, so that's, so that's the, the, so, so, but what we're seeing here is that it takes a Haman to get the authorization for the tabas to get this type of a power of the of the 50 amatol scaffold and to build up this type of wealth that will that needs to be used to build the base of, to rebuild the base amid there's a lot of money right um, so so okay so we said already this concept that that Hashem that, that uh, an evil person he, he just accumulates he wants more he wants more power he wants more more influence he wants more uh, money right um, by power I mean strength he wants more might more influence more more money all those are power three, three types of power um, um Whereas the tzaddik is not going to do that. He's not going to invest in that. That's not what he's interested in. He's interested in chokhmah, in, in das, in simcha. So, the truth is, this is a blueprint for the creation itself. If you turn to the back of the page over here, the, the entire process of creation of anything goes in two stages. Stage number one is a stage of distancing, where where Hashem takes a step back, He hides. 
right? Allowing the thing to come into being. And then, that thing is then meant to come back and reconnect to him. Right? What? Yeah, but that is because I'm going to get dragged into this. No, no, this is this is a concept of tzimtzum. If you've heard, if you've heard of such a thing, right? where Hashem pulls back, leaving a leaving a uh, a void. Right? Um, the and then only and then, and then for that thing to find its identity by reconnecting by, by coming back. Um, if we look at the the creation, when we say this pasuk uh, every day in Davani, Yotzer or Vore Hashem created. I'm saying them out of order on purpose because Navi said them out of order. I'm saying them in order. Navi said them out of order. What comes first, Bria or Yitzira? Bria. So how come the Navi said Yitzira? Yotzer or Vore Choshev? Should have said Vore Choshev Yotzer or. No, because we don't uh, we don't want to start with the negative. We want to start with the positive, with the or, right? But, uh, but but the the actual order of it is first Bore Koshech and then Yotzer Or, right? Yotzer is formation. Bri is creation. It's ex nihilo, creation of something from nothing, right? Whereas you see your formation forming is molding, right? I've got clay, and now I'm molding it. I'm, you know, making a, 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 a vase out of it, right? So, but first I have the homer, the, the, the raw matter, and then afterwards I mold it. Okay, so initially, Hashem created anything that is initially created is created as. Raw state as as kosher, as darkness as homer as physicality, uh, homer hiuli right so primordial matter right something that has something that has no no expression of the rotten Hashem it doesn't say anything right it's purposeless it, 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 you know what does this thing do nothing it, it has no dimensions no ability nothing right then when you mold it for you when Hashem molds it into light he gives it form. He forms it into light. Now light is told. Light is good. Yeah? So in order to get good, you have to first go through the bad, to a certain extent. From the first, you have to go through disconnection before you can go to reconnection. Right? The the mitzvah sayom is. Adeloyada bein our Haman Baruch Mordechai. What does that mean? How do you not know? In what way? It's okay, so already everyone talks about it. It doesn't mean you have to get that necessarily. It doesn't, doesn't mean you have to get that wasted. You can't tell the difference between, you know, it doesn't say one and two, right? You can't tell the difference between one and two. It means. Uh, it seems that Mordechai and Haman are total opposites. Haman is doing one thing, Mordechai is doing something totally different. 
right? Why is Haman called Arur and, and Mordechai is called Baruch? So, Arur is the, it starts with Aleph, first letter in the alphabet. Baruch starts with the base, second letter in the alphabet. Arur means. Yeah, we just saw this in the Gurari. What's uh, what's Arur? Ariri. So holy Hariri. Childless. Childless. Right? Fruitless. Opposite of Baruch. Baruch is someone who is fruitful. Right? What's the. Why is it Arur? Arur is cut off. Arur is someone who's cut off. The reason why the Aleph stands for Arur is because it views itself as being first. So then you're cut off from Hashem. Baruch is blessed because he, re- he realizes he's second. Second to what? To the Anochi, to the Aleph of Hashem. I mean, the only real Aleph is Hashem. Anochi Hashem Elokeichem. That's the Aleph. That's where the Aleph Hashem says, consoles the Aleph. Like all the Osios, Midrash says, all the Osios came to for the Baruch who asked for the world to agree with me. Aleph didn't make the cut, Beis did. So Hashem said, but you, I'm going to use you for, for the Anochi. Right? So the Aleph is for the Anochi, but for the Bria, for the Torah itself, if we were to start with the Aleph, it would mean, this is it, this is the beginning. It's not the beginning. It's base already. Aleph is Anochi. So the Baruch is when you reckon, so again, so we, when the thing, so to speak, leaves the mind of Hashem, now it's out here by itself, saying, oh look, I'm number one, that's R, you're broken away, right? Then when you reconnect, you say, oh, I'm number two, okay, th- that's Baruch, right? Then you reconnect, you rediscovered your purpose. But notice that the R is the precursor for Baruch. Right? Notice that Haman is the precursor for Mordechai. Right? That's the process of um, generating new ability to a certain extent. Uh, we spoke about it recently here with the Atsi Shitim Omden. We spoke about that uh, if you want lumber, you want good lumber to build your Mishkan, right? So what you do first is you let the trees grow in a totally wild and ridiculous way. Right? Branches going all these different directions. Who needs that? Right? I need I need nice, straight, flat beams, right? So I have an idea. As the tree is growing, I'm going to be standing there with my planer, and I'm going to be smoothing it out, keeping it perfect, uh, square shape as it's growing, right? You're going to kill the tree. Right? The trees can't grow like that, right? So, you, so the tree needs to grow hands off, right? Hands off, let the tree grow. Then afterwards, then, what? Oh. Afterwards, you trim all the branches, etc., you, you, and you dedicate it to the building of the Mishkan. Right? Then, so, with the children, right? There's a certain level of where they need to do something for the sake of doing. For example, my, my daughter loves reading. She's obsessed with reading, right? Now, is she reading... She's reading you know, mostly, you know, just stories, you know, about girls and whatever, right? But but first, let her develop the the ability of reading, right? Then you dedicate it to the right purpose, right? Uh, uh, 
it's uh, that's that's the process. The process is first, you know, the thing is allowed to grow in kind of a wild, selfish way, for just for the sake of being what it is, and then it can be dedicated, molded, and uh, towards a greater purpose. But if you if you do it right away, if it doesn't have that. You can only grow in the craziest way, right? When you just have nothing else on your mind, right? Just all, only Haman could accumulate that much money because he's not thinking about anything else. A tzaddik like Mordechai is never going to make that much money, right? So the way Hashem does is Haman accumulates the money, and then he falls and all goes to Mordechai, right? That, that's that's the process. Um, the uh, Klausel were not following the, the Torah Kedosh, Tariyak Mitzvah. That's why the Basin Mitzvah was destroyed. Right? So Hashem exiled us. said, go, right, distancing. Right? We're distanced. We're thrown into Bavl, Paras, Madai, right? And what happens there? Kimu Kivlu, Kimu Mashi Kivlu Kodum, Right, we reaccepted the Torah with the addition of all the. Of, 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 this is the first time we see the abundance come on the scene. Right, with the the four four mitzvahs, the abundance. Right, like Gemara says, all those Nevi'im that came, and not a single one of them added any the Torah until came. Mordechai and Esther, right, and, and, and they added, and they added their abundance, and and we haven't stopped since. <laughs> this is a, it was a whole new thing, right? But 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 it, it came as 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 a as, as a process of, of this of this going out. So so why I said that it's even better than Mar is that here we're talking about that the Mar becomes something different. It means that that the thing has to first. Just like a, a, a teenager has to first kind of get his space from his old man, from his parents, right? And then he can come back around and realize, oh, wow, I'm actually a lot like them and I actually share a lot with them, right? But he has to first discover his own abilities, right? So Shem, let let's, let's the world do that. There's 2,000 years of Tohu of Ohu until Hashem brings in the Torah, right? To mold it and guide it. To the to the right uh, to the right use. So in that context, what's the what is the mitzvah of not being able to distinguish between the great myself or To understand that they're both doing the same thing. To understand that that even the ra is a process towards the Torah. That, that whatever is that is that our Haman will be converted. Right, like if not for the, if not for Rishoyim, right, you would never have, you know, like we said, nuclear power, right? You'd never have um, ability to communicate with people across the world, right? I mean, these wonderful computers that we have in our pockets, right? They were invented because they wanted to addict people, right? Like, it's, it's, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but it, all these things can do a lot of good, right? So the point is. Tzaddikim would just be happy with the world the way the world is. You don't have to make the world any better. You could live, you could be a tremendous tzaddik without making, and live a perfectly happy life without improving the world at all. Leave it exactly as it is. It's only the the uh, never satisfying uh, 
hunger of, of, of capitalism that keeps, you know, advancing the world more. Uh, like, who needs to fly to outer space? It's crazy to fly to outer space. But now they're making satellites and this, and uh, thanks to that, a lot, a lot of great things. But uh, a tzaddik, you never think you're going to spend uh, billions of dollars to fly into the moon. Why in the world would you do that? Feed the hungry, take care of other people. You don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Is this equivalent to recognizing that Paul's dynamics is, is the same as Paul's dynamics? Here the point is though, it's not just all Kazamas, is that literally this was step one out of step two. It's literally the process of making the vessels that will be used in the service of Hashem. The vessels themselves, right? Our first use for wrong, and then you rededicate, and then you dedicate them. But now that the tzaddik has heard this word now, yeah, does he do anything differently? Why? Because he sees that the ra will be used for good in the end. Yeah. So does he change his behavior at all? I don't think so. Still, still tries to be a tzaddik. Yeah, I mean, it helps you with your humor. But he will not participate in that. No. No, because he's not going to get it afterwards. <laughs> you be a tzaddik, you accumulate wisdom, das, simcha, and then don't worry, there's plenty of people to take care of the other half. There's no shortage of volunteers for that. <laughs> Why do we drink? Okay, we'll have to talk about it next week.